Let's take a little trip back in time, cash chasers. Think back to your very first whiskey. Do you remember it? Can you still taste it? Join the three of us as we go back and share the stories from our very first experiences with whiskey. I'll bet our first ones will surprise you. As an added twist, if you think this show is all about reviewing high-end whiskeys or pushing our favorites, our tasting this week will remind all of us that sometimes it's okay to go back to that Lincoln County process and keep it simple. So pour a dram and settle in. This is the Cash Chasers Podcast. Welcome everybody to the Cash Chasers podcast. And this week we're talking firsts. We everybody had to start somewhere with whiskey, and we thought it'd be good to take a, an episode and talk about where we got started and just why. And we figured since we're talking firsts, there's a good chance that this whiskey we're tasting this week was a lot of people's first whiskey, first whiskey, and first um, regret. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're tasting Jack Daniels. Because number seven. who reviews Jack Daniels on any form of, 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 of a whiskey? No one with review? class. That's no. right. <laughs> and that's why we're doing it today, that's kids. It. That's why we're doing it today. It's called standing out. <laughs> that's right. Standards. <laughs> yeah. But, it, I mean, the, the, the truth of the matter is that for a lot of people, not, not everyone considers themselves aficionados or experts. To them, this is, this is the go-to, right? Mm-hmm. And... Let's be honest. If that's your thing, you're drinking whiskey, right? So right. there's nothing wrong with it. It's uh, actually got a pretty respectable background. You can't everything. deny yeah. it, right? Yeah. You can't deny the history of it. <clears throat> and therefore, we're spotlighting it. We're doing it, people. Let's do it. Come on. Spotlighting it. We're spotlighting it. it. Now, I, I don't know about you guys. Before we taste, it's probably been... Now, I've had Sinatra, which is fantastic, Good right? Point. Um, I haven't had old number seven in... I don't know, six to 10 years. That, yeah, I can't even remember. It, it's so probably is, been at least 10 years yeah, since I I've, agree. I, like I said, I, I had You agree that Bobby hasn't had it I for agree, six to 10 years? I agree that I have not had oh, this. <laughs> that's good. That's cool. That makes this more interesting. Yeah. Okay. But I, I got this bottle that we're trying uh, for a Christmas present. Opened never opened it. Opened it. <laughs> Sorry, Nana. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's finally getting opened. What better way? All so, right. Here we go. Shall we? Cheers. I mean, it's not as bad as I. It's not it as doesn't bad taste as like anger. Oh my god! Well, when you shoot it, when you take a shot of it, it's a different. It's very. It's forty percent ABV. So, what do you want from it? You know I, mean, I mean, look, I'll tell you what I do like, and not that I don't like, but the nose. Yeah, is banana. Ooh, right. Um, like really strong banana, like baby food banana. Listen, I'll be very honest that. I'm I'm surprised it has a nose because yeah it does though it, it, but it does and I would never have, you got to get in there I, you do have to get in there I would never have stopped to even think about what's on the nose of Jack Daniels right. number seven you know what because, I mean it, 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 I don't know because it's, it's not that because yeah so it's not that kind. so they're a Tennessee whiskey um not a bourbon mm-hmm. although there's I've argued because they meet all requirements to be bourbon right. they choose not to be a bur- right. called a bourbon so we won't call them a bourbon right though they are they filter um, drop by drop through sugar maple charcoal mm-hmm. and that's kind of the Tennessee whiskey way the Lincoln County process the Lincoln there it is yep, yep. Um, 
Yeah, look what we know. Look at that. Right. And uh, so I, I respect. <laughs> remember, we talked. We've talked before about doing things differently. Yep. And they do. Well, they've been doing it that way for a long time. Right. On the bottle, it says 1906. I'm sure there's some fabrication to that, but no, no I don't know. <laughs> Nothing on the palate. I mean, I don't. It's it's not award winning. It is actually. It's it the, has what what but what Jack Daniels has as far as a a whiskey goes that I think sets it apart. Any Jack Daniels you taste tastes like a Jack Daniels. It's got that very mellow, um, little bit sweet vanilla. Honestly, a lot of a lot of um, you know bourbon flavors too. Well, you know your 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 vanilla, your oak, all those sort of things. Pepper in the cheeks. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. A little bit of pepper in the cheeks, but like it's that 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 sweetness to it that kind of that kind of mellows out a lot of the harshness that that's from the that's from the Lincoln County process. That's yeah. from that um, that uh, charcoal filter. Aaron, your white trash is showing. I know. <laughs> um, that's why I don't drink this anymore. Um, no, I, although I will say, I it's I'm happy to be drinking this right now um, because it. it it might have even been more than ten years last time that I tried it's been a this. While. Now I had that I had that uh, Sinatra that Bruce brought out, which um, is fantastic. It's really good. Yeah. It still tastes like a Jack Daniels. It, you know what it I'm tastes saying? like a better version of what yes. this. So there's things in here that want to come out, but they they can't. I think it's it's 40 ABV. It's very sure. mellow. There's not a lot of strength to this. It's not hot. There's it doesn't have a finish. And I'm, this sounds like I'm being mean. No, I mean, it's a no, fact of matter. But there's a lot of stuff, in my opinion, these things, there's a lot of stuff in there that wants to come out. And when you get into an older or more refined Jack Daniels, you right. get that. Right. You get those things that this wants to and, be. And do you think that's because of the that process that you were alluding to? That the Tennessee it, It's process? designed to make it smoother. Yeah. So, I mean, it is it is designed to sort of, you know, like smooth, smooth it out. Um, a, a handful of distilleries use it. Um, Jack Daniels uses it. Um, Uncle, Dickle. Uncle Nearest. Dickel. Dickel uses mm, it. Which I love Dickel. Um, it's, it's kind of in the spotlight right now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, but uh, Uncle Nearest, who um, he was the, the fellow that worked with Jack Daniel to, and uh, apparently Jack Daniel learned the uh, uh, his whiskey making right? process, I believe, yeah. yeah. But the, Uncle Nearest, that's a distillery now. Um, so Uncle Nearest is is a distillery as well and they use the same process because that was his process and that's what he taught jack daniel so it's it's out there it's good it is the one that most people start Let's, with want to do an experiment you downed us he couldn't that. help you it he shot it he that. shot it's 48 because <laughs> it's jack daniel he, he just shot it listen he's going back to his youth. Up, that's what happened all there. he has on right now is beads <laughs> <laughs> and board shorts I'm gonna put a little water in it. To Why see not? What happens. I mean, it's, let's live a little. It's, gonna, it's just gonna for. kill it. I mean, it's Sorry. so mellow. That's what this. What is if it doesn't? <laughs> I was wondering why, why we you, had straws. I was wondering why you brought straws for for the Jack Daniels to have water. <laughs> We're just gonna drink the Jack Daniels straight with straws. So we'll I, a, I already we'll know. That. I mean, there's nothing coming from this. But I, I, I want to be for surprised. The, sake of, the banana comes out strong. Now smell it. On the note, you got to yeah. bury your. You yeah. know, and you've heard if you've ever heard. Aaron and I talk about how to do how to do a, a tasting or nosing. We talk about don't shove your face in there right away. You gotta get you gotta get in there on this one. Well, and that's another thing about that. Tastes different. It tastes different with water in it. The, not bad, different. No. It's like charcoal water. The nose. <laughs> The change on the nose is amazing. It, the nose it, is it's actually, actually more actually, than banana. I, I almost get almost like a like I, a berry or something. I kind think of, the nose is gorgeous. It, it is. Yeah. That's that's actually. I want the whiskey to taste like that. That's remarkable. Yeah, that it did. It did that. 
Oh man, am I buying a bottle of Jack Daniels? You are now. <laughs> you know what? Although many, many, many have, and we use this at our, as our rating system, I wouldn't steal this. Plenty of people do. Mostly 16 to 17-year-old <laughs> kids. We don't use it as a rating system. You, I, I eliminate we myself have, from using that as a rating system. Um, it's not terrible. It's, it's it's not terrible for the price point. And all of those things it meets. It's kind of it's a it's it's a standard. It's a staple. I sure. think I like it better with some water in there. It definitely. I mean, it def- it, that ABV is shot. But yeah. I mean, yeah, you put that aside. But there, the the flavors actually come out a little bit more. Yeah. And dare I say, it's it's kind of delicious. You know, what's really good with Jack Daniels, Coke, Coca Cola. Yeah, with I, a lot of ice. I've <laughs> never had that. What's and, that in like? a dirty bar? If you find yourself in a dirty bar, dim lit, get your, smoky, you yeah. know what I mean. And there's yeah. like a uh, like a karaoke machine up there. That's a good Jack Daniels. Oh yeah, I think my dad used to order Jack and Gingers because it was the it was the thing. Well, like red haired people, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like guys named Jack. And yeah, yeah. I was, need all the redheads yeah. in the bar to come up. I mean, the story may have gotten warped over the years, but I don't know. <laughs> and that, and I think you and now, your dad need to have a sit down. And now this is the new story. <laughs> Um, but no, it's a good whiskey. I will say I have had I have had Jacks that were not old number seven. Yeah. Um, and I, I've I've enjoyed every one that I've had. And that kind of alludes to Bruce, man. He he has them all, doesn't he? He Bruce has Bruce is a staple, and for those that don't know, he's a uh, up and comer. No, he's been with us for with um, Cast Chasers yeah. for a long time, almost he since is. the beginning. Yeah, well, almost since we started the group, maybe a, mo- a month in. But yeah, Bruce has been with us from the beginning and we all, we always give him, give him a little bit of hell for, you know, Jack Daniels and and that sort of thing. You could bring over a 25 year anything. This is a 1982 McAllen right for my birthday. He's like, yeah, well, this is a Jack Daniels. Right. Pour you a glass of it. (laughs) But I tell you what, the the Sinatra was good. There was another one he let me try. And my sister-in-law actually gifted me a, like a, a, a Jack Daniels single barrel select mm. or something. And like, it was, it was the, it was the bottle. It was, it was a cool bottle, a little short, wide square bottle. We know I'm a bottle chaser. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came with glasses. It was like the, you know, the, the Christmas, whatever. And somebody had brought it over to her house for a party. And she's like, we don't drink whiskey. You want this? And I said, yes, please. She also gave me a giant thing of Buffalo trace. Um, so Delish. that was awesome. Wow. Right. So that was really good too. So, yeah, and I've even been saving the bottom of that bottle at home because I, I, I enjoyed it. So good product. Yeah, the the gentleman Jack, have you had that? Yes, I. Yeah. So one of my fir- one of my first bottles I ever owned was actually the gentleman Jack, yeah. and I was proud of it. And it was actually so. I mean, I really wasn't. I'm being sarcastic. Um, How about now? Has has it was good? It was really good. Yeah. And I was young when I had it, and I remember being like, "Wow, this is pretty good." Mm. Um, I haven't had it since. Yeah, the Sinatra I had at Bruce's house, yep. which was generous of him to put Absolutely. out there. For and it's us. really good. The Sinatra is fan. And this isn't look, I, I know we're joking around a lot. This is not a bad whiskey. Right. It's it's, a, no. it's obviously doing a good job for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. but it's just you know there's one other person that comes to mind when we're talking, Jack, and that's Ray. Raymond. Oh yeah. Because oh, I, yeah, because oh the, and that's a great point too. So Ray Ray would I mean, you you know Ray better than I do, Bobby. But I mean, he would b- before we you know kind of started the group and he got involved with it. He's a rum guy. Yeah, most of his it was either rum or you know he'd go and get a bottle of Jack and Coke. Yeah, yeah, and and now I mean he's 
Oh, he's he, the he's the definition of a buy, cast chaser. He really if, is. If anything, he'll spend three G's in a month. I mean, it was amazing because the first time on I three bottles. Yeah, the first time I met him, he was all about Jack Daniels. I felt like, and that was, and he was trying to find something that he liked. Yeah, and he was struggling, and then all of a sudden, man, it, he is he, the stuff he's buying now is is well, it's amazing. Yeah, most yeah. most whiskey groups you're a part of, ours included. One of the rules is you drink whiskey that you like the way you like it. Yep. And we joke around a lot about stuff and we're just, we're having fun. A lot of people start with Jack Daniels. Absolutely. And God bless it. It's brought a people a long way. And, and what the, the, the thing, the thing I would say to sort of, um, as we're wrapping up this tasting segment, if you will, if you have Jack Daniels, if you like Jack Daniels, try some other things. Yeah. Yeah. If you genuinely like Jack Daniels and that's, Maybe the only whiskey you've had one or two whiskeys. You know what? Branch out. Yeah, try bourbon. something else. Yeah. Raise a perfect try, example. Raise a perfect example. Try something else. Yeah. Try something else that's that does the Lincoln County I'm process. You know, if you want something similar <laughs> to it, um, we mentioned a couple of distilleries that use that Lincoln County process, and then from there, you know, start on bourbons and that sort of thing. And it's it's a it is a great starter american whiskey yeah you know i think ray's a perfect example of branching out and bruce is a perfect example of sticking to what you know and what you love yes well, and there's a amazing? lot of, there's a lot of people in the group too that have done that we've showed them they've come in i remember their first first post uh-huh. i'm new to this and then months later they're out hey i picked this bottle up and i picked yep. this bottle. Yeah. yep cool. it is cool so here's to the the jack there you, here, here, here. there you go cheers here, here. hey there everyone scott here and i want to talk to you real quick about a cause that is near and dear to our heart Did you know that in our area alone, one in eight people struggle with hunger? And one out of every six are children. To help fight hunger in our area, the Cast Chasers have teamed up with Drams for Fams to help support local food banks. The average cost of a meal here in Delaware is $3.12, so every donation helps. To find out how you can help, visit DramsForFams.com and search for the Cast Chasers chapter. That's Drams, the number four, fams.com. And, and so we're talking first. The reason we did this was to highlight first. And one of the things we wanted to do was highlight what our first whiskeys were sure. and what got us into it. And, uh, you know, I'll start. My, my first, I jumped into the deep end because yeah. I, was, <clears throat> I was at a friend's house who, who just happened to be one of his friends was a, a distributor. And, mm. and he had an amazing basement. And I... <laughs> it sounds like a euphemism. I know yeah. it, it, that it, is terrifying. Maybe I should clarify. Yeah, he had he had a lot of whiskeys in his basement okay. that Check I found out the basement amazing. on that guy. Yeah, <laughs> hell of a basement, it was, pal. It was. Yeah. I mean, there was no lights, but you know, whatever. Um, I was alone. It wasn't a party. <laughs> Stop. There was an echo. Um, and so he he brought out this bottle of Ardbeg the ten, and uh, he shared it with me, and. That was my first whiskey. And we were sitting around a campfire. Wow. I think I've told this story once before, but we're sitting around a campfire. Uh, he pulled out this Arbeg 10. And that was that that was it for me, man. It was and I, I wow. obviously I yeah. didn't know right? I didn't know anything else besides that. And so that the in what the intense, what did you drink before that? Uh I was rum. I was mostly rum and neat or yeah uh, no not really i was kind of like a rum and coke Arbeg. and yeah it was really into the into the deep end <laughs> it was really into the genuinely deep end. Sur- i know he goes from rum and coke to ardbeg yeah <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I'm i'm telling you man it was quite the 
it was, it was quite the experience. But having not known that there was that that is as intense as it was, um, I, I I loved it, and right. it was really oh, that's a, a, around a campfire. I love it. I've, yeah, I've heard you tell this story before. And I have, I'm just yeah, like, and man, have... drinking Ardbeg around the campfire. There's few things that are more awesome. And I than that. think that's that's one of the reasons the that got me hooked. Yeah, because yeah. I've talked about that. For me, I I was not a uh, pull the notes out. I was not a uh, nosing the whiskey. I was about the experience. Yep. And I'm sitting around this campfire, and you know how you just get the ambiance of that. You're drinking this really smoky whiskey. I was like, man, this is like this is living right here. This is it. Uh-huh. And uh, and and then my buddy Jonathan, who was into whiskey way before I was, he was the one who. Uh, who was was drinking it and i kind of was pushing it off i didn't want to get it what well, i couldn't get over the bite i couldn't yeah. get over the bite of a lot of whiskey sure and that was one reason why that took me so long to get into it um and for whatever reason the smoke you know i go into the intense smokiness of the the arbeg and it was i was like wow if this is this is what it's like then i want more of this you know how your mom like the real strict moms like you know if you hang out with that kid and you smoke a cigarette you'll do meth the next day <laughs> yeah, right that's it. like scott's that kid, scott's that, yeah. that, kid. <laughs> that tries a cigarette and does crystal if hang, meth if you hang out with that kid and you drink that art bag <laughs> yeah yeah and i was hooked ever since and i had a coors light and then i went right to uh distilled uh, moonshine <laughs> yeah i lived out of my car for a year after that it was great it was great because <laughs> i saved so much a money dark time yeah but it's uh it was bold. And then coming out of that, um, I, 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 I don't remember what my second and third whiskey that I actually bought, because obviously I went and bought a bottle that shortly thereafter. Yeah. First few bottles were all peated whiskeys. Um, and I, I can't remember what the first non-Islay was, but... Were you um, disappointed? Do I was, you remember that? I do remember... I do remember having to search for a while before sure. I before I found something that made me excited again. Be, until I got into it, and then I started to understand everything. And now I, I've now I appreciate a lot of different things. But that first experience, man, of 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 you know, speeded whiskey, campfire, it was fall time. I, I want to do a little uh, psych experiment with him. Sure. And this is on the spot, and, and I know I have a hard time answering this question. What's your favorite whiskey today? <laughs> actually believe it or not is the balvini 14 wow. the caribbean cast yeah yeah wow. was, a so, good one. which so is come, nothing like exactly exactly but there, there's nothing. the rum yeah yeah well, yeah good yeah. point so good point. And, and i had that for the first time this year a couple months ago actually and yeah, I maybe it maybe it was the rum. I guess I never really put that together. I mean, yeah, but it's just interesting to no, see but it, your but, and that that's a good point because I I love port finished yeah. whiskeys. Yeah. And I really like port. Yeah. You know, so like it makes I, sense. But actually I didn't put that together until you just said that because there was some when I had it for the first time, I was like, man, this sound this this does taste so familiar. It tastes, what if I become a medium for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're speaking to me, I'm man. Hearing... You're speaking to me. But it, it, yeah, that's my current favorite. I mean, I'm always I, I'm always in one. Angels Envy camp. I love Angels Envy, just the, the whole brand. But in terms of what I enjoy the most right now, it's that one. That's wonderful. Yeah. How about you, man? What was your first? Oh, the the stories of my uh, past. <laughs> oh, God, quite. Jesus. You now, know, like, now Bobby gets to talk. I know. Great job. No <laughs> one's heard my voice before. Um. Well, like a lot of so I was in the Marine Corps. Well, before that, high school. Thank you for your service. There it is. That's what I was like, I'm, I, I'm reaching for those things. Um, and I expect all of that. Oh, absolutely. Um, so in high school, you know, I grew up in Texas, 
Oklahoma, that whole area, and whiskey was kind of a thing, right? right? But I really didn't. I drank flavored whiskey, mm-hmm. which was um, Southern Comfort, right? Which is a, right. you know essentially it's a flavored whiskey. So SoCo and whatever was how I grew up, and then of course Jack Daniel shots and everything, mm-hmm. and we would you know, but. Into the Marine Corps, I was big on having a beer and then having a shot of whiskey. Mm-hmm. And I saw a guy do it once, and then I started doing it. Mm-hmm. I'd have a beer and a glass and a shot of whiskey or a mixed drink. And then you got to be cool Jack like and that Coke, guy. Right? That's all. It kind of what happened. Seri- Wait do we get to I, my yeah. story. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, following in, you know, senior Marine, this this older guy, he would do this thing. So anyway, so one day, I'm, I'm, I had a shot of uh, Jameson, um, um, Johnny Walker Black, I mean, not Jameson. Oh, right. Johnny Walker Black Label okay. was my go-to. I'm back with you. Yeah, and um, so I was drinking Johnny Walker Black Label, and I'd do a shot of it, and I would um, I would drink my beer. And I was doing a shot of it, and this guy, another Marine guy, came up and said, you know, I'm an older Marine. Mm-hmm. He's probably like 22, yeah. but to me, you know, he's a 1,000 years old. He was like, what are you doing? He goes, that's a, gr- that's a pretty good whiskey to be throwing back like that. Why don't you enjoy the whiskey and then, you know, have a beer? So he had, and he had Johnny Walker on the rocks. So I had Johnny Walker on the rocks and I was trying to drink it with him and we were having a conversation, whatever. He was just like a staff sergeant or something. And I'm trying to keep up with him and I'm hurting. I'm in pain because this, it's just freaking ethanol. And I'm trying, he's drinking it like it's a soda and I'm drinking it like it's, it's, my face is on fire. And I'm like, there's no way I'll ever be cool enough to handle this drink. But then over time, I just really buried myself, and I'm going to like this. I'm going to like it. So I continued to kind of have a beer and then sip on the Johnny Walker. And then eventually, I would just order a neat Johnny Walker. And I'm 22, 23 years old at this point, and that was my drink, you know. Mm-hmm. I liked a good beer, and I liked a nice Johnny. My wife bought me a Johnny Walker, a Johnny Walker Black Label t-shirt. So I was a, I was a big Johnny Walker proponent. Yeah. So then I found— That's not the word you mean at all. No, it's Go not ahead. the word I mean— <laughs> My God, <laughs> write that one down. Yeah, that's going in the dictionary. Um, um, I forgot where I was. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, I make a you lot like, of words. You up. like Johnny Walker. So I like Johnny Walker. And then I, I got into, I went from Johnny Walker to another Marine, bought me a, bought a gift of Glenn Fittick, yeah. 12 year. Um, and that was my, I fell in love with Scotch. Mm. And then later I found, I came back around and found bourbon. Um, Within the past, I don't know, a few years, mm-hmm. I've started mm-hmm. really burying myself back into bourbon and enjoying, and I had it from time to time. But I've, I've, conti- I have now and have a continuous respect for Johnny Walker, and a lot of people have their ups and downs with it. But I think I have this uh, love affair yeah. with it, and I appreciate it so much. And uh, I can't get behind the red, you know, it is what yeah, it is. It's okay. <laughs> but, uh, but there's a lot of people in history that, you know, you know, Winston Churchill, his drink of choice. Johnny Walker Red Label. Back then, I think it was a bit different. Of a, but I God just, love him. <laughs> you know what I mean. And uh, save the world, that man. But yeah. anyway, I uh, really love. I really love Johnny Walker, and I still do. I sure. still respect yeah. it, and um, as a whiskey, and it's it's a staple on my on my shelf. Sure, very cool. But um, yeah, Aaron. All right, so um, I when I when I first I I didn't really. I, this is going to make me sound like like a goody two shoes or something, but I really didn't actually start drinking until I until I was twenty one. Hmm. Um, it was not drinking Narc. in general. <laughs> drinking in general <laughs> wasn't really something that appealed to me that much or whatever. Um, but you know, like on my twenty first birthday, I got like some mixed drink at a restaurant because that's what you do when you turn twenty one. You get a drink. It was some mm-hmm. probably something with rum in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so that was that. And then. 
I started really liking mixed drinks, you know, oh, this is good, this is good. Didn't really like beer that much at that point. Um, so I would get mixed drinks and I would just drink them like soda. And when I say drink them like soda, it's not the way most people mean drink them like soda. When I drink a soda at a restaurant, the server needs to come the very next time when they're taking our orders oh, because yeah. my soda's gone. Like yeah. I drink it quick. So I'm drinking, you know, like your like your Long Island iced teas and other really uppity cocktails. Um <laughs> and like just get slammed, you know? And part of why I started drinking whiskey was to kind of slow that down a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, cuz I I had to take my time cuz I couldn't shoot it because it was just too painful. Um the and then um Year, years after that, uh, actually, the the television show Boston Legal, oh wow, um, which is a, a spinoff of The Practice, I believe. Um, that's William Shatner and David Spader, or James uh, no, Spader. James Spader, mm-hmm. David Spader, and James <laughs> Spader. At the end of every episode, at the end of every episode, they are um, they're sitting on their balcony smoking a smoking a cigar mm. and drinking whiskey at the end of every episode and i was like that's cool and that's just how they end their day and i was like that's really cool i want to be that guy that's cool are we followers suit. i oh absolutely oh we all no. so anyway so <laughs> that that sort of more solidified my yeah well, i want to drink whiskey now my first whiskey of note um that really made me stop and like instead of just ordering a I'll have a scotch or I'll have a bourbon and just bring me whatever you want. Um, was Maker's 46. Good man. So Maker's Mark, great whiskey. Yeah. Um, always had a little more of a bite than I wanted it to have. Somebody said, try the Maker's 46. I tried it. I was like, wow. Mm. It's the same to me, very similar flavors to just your standard Maker's Mark, a little more mellow and a little deeper if you will like it like it just every everything lasts a little longer you know that's a good start yeah and so like that was the first that was the first whiskey of note that Mm -hmm. i was like okay now i'm actually starting to taste things now i'm actually starting to you know and instead of oh this is this tastes like bourbon and this tastes like scotch you know that was about as far as i'd gotten our friendship aaron and i really came from the ability to talk through you talk about a whiskey to somebody, they don't have a lot of depth, you know, behind there. Yeah, you had a whiskey. Good job. But him and I could really bury ourselves into these conversations. So I think one of the things, and I think you'll agree, what sure. we fell in love with whiskey in general is there's a conversational yeah. piece. Yeah, absolutely. That. Absolutely. And that's that you you find you find like minded people. We talk about the whiskey community. Um, the whiskey community, aside from, you know, being really into whiskey and honestly being some of the most generous people that I've Seriously. ever come across in my life. They are, they want to talk about it. You well, know, drunk people are generous. And would well, that's true. <laughs> um, but no, they they want to talk about it. And it it if you're into it, you want to talk about it. And so that's it. And now it, after that, after that, I I got far more into scotch than I got in than I got into bourbon. Mm. Um, and I was more into scotch for probably five, five, six years. Um, in fact, when Bobby and I were first, um, were first starting a group, we wanted it to be a scotch group. And then we went, you know what? Not a whole lot of people around here like scotch. And, you know, I talked to a bunch of my friends, they're more into bourbon. So we started a whiskey group 
And boy, am I glad we did. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I had I had sort of poo-pooed bourbon at that point. Like, ah, bourbon is just, it, it all tastes alike. And now, I, I think I've said this before, if I'm in a liquor store, although at this point in my life, I prefer scotch, mm-hmm. I spend more time looking at bourbons because they, may, maybe I know a little less about them. And I, I'm I'm always interested in finding the nuance there. There's so many more to choose from. Yeah, yeah. Bourbon. And I'm, 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 so, I'm so interested in finding the nuance there that I couldn't find before mm. because a bourbon was just I a have a proposal, something I want to do. You, you have said a proponent? Something. That is a word. I know it's a word. He, he, he the, way you, the way you used it was just I was thinking, I, when I went, when I was, I wrote a thesis and I used that. When I wrote my thesis, I wrote, that word was in there. And I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> you, you remember you, that word? And, I re, I, and you guys said, you know, is that a word you know, just now? And I'm thinking, I, my whole brain went back in time. You thinking, picked that one word out of your thesis. Yeah, that's all I cared about. <laughs> the thesis was called The Word Proponent. <laughs> <laughs> and it's many uses. And he just now Algorithmic. It. And then believed me when I yeah. told him it was the wrong word. Um, next time we go to a bar, mm-hmm. we're going to order scotch. Just, just We're say I'll say, have a scotch. I'll have a scotch. Um, he'll have a beer, uh, scotch, please. And can he have one bourbon? <laughs> one and I want to see what comes. One bourbon. You'll be surprised when they bring yeah. us back that thing. Here you go. Here's your scotch. Like, what is it, sir? You said scotch. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you guys, and I'll answer too. Game. Obviously, um, what we we've talked about our first whiskey, or the what brought us into the world of whiskey, mm-hmm. our baptize, if you will. Mm-hmm. What whiskey has blown you away? What whiskey did you taste that was was euphoric, almost almost, you know, heavenly? Like sure. it just stopped you in your tracks. And now people are going to try whatever we say and be like, oh, not yeah. Good. yeah, that's a big one. I'll go first. Um, so one that didn't wasn't necessarily an out of body experience or any of that sort of thing, but was not what I expected, and was just a fantastic experience. Okay. Mm. So we're talking about experiences was the, um, the Brush Laddie or Brush Laddie, the classic Laddie. Yeah. Wow. And Good one. so that's one literally, literally at our, at our first tasting, right, Bobby? The very first. Yeah. Literally at our very first tasting. Um, that was a gift from Seth. Yeah. Shout out to Seth. And the hey group. Seth. Um, so Brush Laddie or Brush Laddick, the classic Laddie, it's it's Brush Laddie, I think is how I they think pronounce it. Is it. Brooke Laddie. Brooke Laddie. Brooke Laddie. We'll get a note. All right, yeah, send us an email. Um so it's a it's an Isla, but it is not peated. Right? No, the classic Laddie is. But it's not it's not it's not as heavily. It's not peated. the Port Charlotte. Right. It's not yeah. the Port Charlotte. So it's it's an I it's an Isla, but it's not it's not as heavily peated as your other uh Brooke Laddies. Are I'm going to say it in nine different ways. Um, the the thing about that particular scotch to me is the nose is different than the palate, and the palate is different than the finish. Yeah, it's complex. It is truly complex and truly just an absolute ride as you drink it. And that was something that was the that was the first scotch, the first whiskey I had that took me on that much of a ride. I think you used the term I remember and I was like, man, that's perfect. You said roller coaster. Yeah. And you exactly, hear people say that all the exactly, time. This but, is a roller coaster. But I was but like, it yeah. It really man. was because it was and I I didn't know what to expect. 
like I, like I, I, I smelled it and I was like, okay, I enjoy this smell. And then I tasted it and I was like, wow, I really enjoy that, but it's completely different than mm-hmm. what the smell was. And then it finished completely different. So that, as far as an experience goes, that one to me stood out to you. Absolutely stands mm-hmm. out to me. Not, mm-hmm. not necessarily my favorite whiskey. Um, no, just like that. But, yeah. but that, that was one that I, that I had a, an experience with that I was like, wow, I'm glad I had that experience. Bobby. Scottathan. No, so, let Scott go next. Scottathan. <laughs> I actually have two that I want to bring up. Oh, God. And, and Here we one go. <laughs> overachiever. <laughs> just for different reasons. One we had on the show. And the I want to say that the, the Avalor Abunad was such a, an experience for me because of the way it opened up after you put water into it. I've never experienced a whiskey like that. one. Right. And just for the, for the transformation that one goes through, it has to be mentioned. And I have not had one that has done it to that extent. Uh, so for me, that one is worth mentioning. Um, in terms of something we haven't talked about, it, the, the most recent one I've had that I can't stop thinking about is actually the Lagavulin 11, the Offerman. Really? Yeah. And not because it's some groundbreaking uh, uh, whiskey. It was just that it, to me, that was such a full bodied it was the perfect balance of some some fruit notes and some the smoke that's interesting that i would that it it comes to my mind and i'm not good at being put on the spot and i did that you did that this is raw and so i'm just going yeah and so the first thing that popped in my mind and i and i actually have to thank amrish for this because it was his um but that that one popped in my mind first so i just went with it uh and it was because of the I mean, it's an eyelid, but it's not as uh, one-sided, I guess is a way to put it, uh, that I was expecting from, from obviously, the, a lot of the peated whiskeys I've had. In I was, There's so many flavors in that one. It's such a good, well-rounded whiskey that it just, when you said it, 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 it stuck out. There was and two that, that stuck out in my mind. That was why I wanted yeah. it on, on the spot, kind of. And, and not groundbreaking. Yeah. Just... It, it, there's a reason, I guess, subconsciously that that one came for it. And it's a really, mind. it's a really good. It is. And, and I'll tell you, you guys kind of hit what I was looking for. And that yep. was really a candid question. That mm-hmm. wasn't even, there was no, you know, Scott didn't set that up and earlier with our scripts and everything. We don't have scripts, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Scott's the boss and he's very demanding. Could you imagine if this was scripted? Oh my We're God. Awful. Could you imagine? <laughs> this is a terrible script. Um, I, what I wanted was that kind of those candid responses. Yeah. Yeah. And so, the beautiful thing about the whiskey that kind of stands out and what I wanted to get from that and you guys kind of played into is so much emotion and, you know, experience goes into the whiskey more than more. I'm going to, I want to be bold and say more than the taste mm-hmm. palate or any of that, the experience. I thought it was good, but to me, the 11 was it, not forgettable. I don't want to use that word because sure. it was good. Just didn't do anything. But yeah. there was obviously an experience there. Yeah. It's delicious and mm-hmm. fantastic. Right. Yeah. Um, I've had the Bush Laddie many times. Mm-hmm. And you not, introduced you me know, to you, it. Right. And I told you, I said, man, this thing is up and down and it's awesome. I've had 25 year Highland Park. I've had the up to the 15 year, you know, I've had really pappy. I've had amazing whiskey. So this isn't about what the best or most elusive or, you know, whiskey is. It's about what made you go. So I'm in Scotland. 
right? We went on vacation to Scotland. We're going to, we went to the, you know, Mount Store, climbed that, which is a, you know, famous little mountain range up in, um, in Scotland. We went to the Isle of Skye. We went to all these beautiful places and, you know, took in this amazing country. And then I went on a whiskey tour and I tried and had this awesome, you know, teacher there that was telling about, talking about the whiskeys and everything and really passionate about Scotland and what they've been through. And I had Koala 12 for the first time. Yeah, man. Koala 12 is a major blend in, there we go, Johnny Walker, right? Yep. Um, and I had that and the experience of it. Mm-hmm. I was like, it was not everybody's favorite, not everybody's mind-blowing. My favorite distiller, by the way, is Highland Park. You right. Know, everything yep. they make is, is, is amazing to me. But Koala, that Koala 12, was euphoric mm-hmm. like mm. th- it was the experience it was the emotion it was where i was it was everything that was going on in the moment and you talked about your first whiskey you know sitting around a campfire and i'm mm-hmm. I, I think part of that's why you got into the experience behind mm-hmm. it so if you're when you're sharing whiskey with somebody for the first time it's not just the whiskey you pick it's the experience you mm-hmm. you, you put around it well, and and absolutely so back to the because I'm just going to hijack. I'm crying. You guys can't know, see back, my face. No, well, back to back to the back to the the Brooks Laddie. I Brooke Laddie. God, that's going to annoy me. Um, Let me call Jimmy Kuhn real quick and that's ask right. Him. So for for me, first of all, horrible bottle. If I if I if it's, I have to say supposed something. to be new <laughs> no, age and, and, and that's rebirth. The, it's, yeah. it's so it, the bottle is not my style. I should say it does stand out, God, but you like are a it's bottle. I really am. I really am. So anyway, so the, the reason I'm saying that I didn't like the bottle. Bottles are a big deal for me, so that's something I had to push past. So for this whiskey to get me, despite its bottle that I didn't like, it's kind of a big deal. But back to what you're saying about the experience, that was at our first tasting when we were trying time. something new. It was the holidays. Your house was decorated for the holidays. It was it was just a nice experience. Bobby just touched my face. Um, <laughs> Lovingly. It was, Put that in there. That's right. Yeah. Um, but uh, ex- exactly that. It's about, it's about the experience. Yeah, you 100%. Know? So, yes, to all that. Cool. Is that... Is there any other is there any other part of it that just from whiskey in general that gets you because let me ask you let me tell you that uh for me having kind of I, I feel like I was enjoying whiskey before the group mm-hmm. and I feel like I have come to in the course of I don't know 8 months or however long I've been in the group um to just a whole new level of appreciation for everything that goes into whiskey now from tasting it to producing it to bottling it right um right. and 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 like you said the community of it it's it's such a um there's so much in this community for everybody i don't know i can't think of one thing that you can get that much out of it so we so first off whiskey attacks and harmonizes with all five senses mm. right it does mm-hmm. and if sure six if you throw emotion in there right sure so visually and you know obviously taste smell and all of those things but whiskey people in my opinion that really get into it you have to think through mm-hmm. a whiskey mm-hmm. to be so you have to have some type of you know sense of your surroundings and your environment you have to think through a lot because when you're tasting a glass of whiskey a lot of people can simply go, well, there's ethanol and maybe yeah. oak and vanilla. 
or to take yourself back to a story and man, this reminds me of being on the beach or around a fire. You know, you have to think through it. So I think the charity piece comes from that because yeah. whiskey people that enjoy whiskey have a lot of artistic and in my opinion, and here we go with the um a little pedantic, but there's a lot of depth to enjoying whiskey. Can we get you a know, fact check on pedantic? That, it's a no, real he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> Just kidding. Arthur, our fact checker, <laughs> he gives the thumbs up. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of passion, love, and depth that goes into whiskey. So I think that same group of people have. That's why you say you know whiskey people are very generous. We 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 threw a charity event, very successful charity event. Yeah, and um um and we'll continue to do that. And reaching out to distillers who are rock stars to us, and yeah. I mean big distillers, oh, yeah. Whistlepig. You know, all these guys are just doing, you know, and everybody that handed us a bottle for auction and and to don't for to collect money to donate to great great um organizations, they could not be more you know, involved and interested in being a part of it. There was no feedback. There was no pushback. There was no, what can we do to help? Mm -hmm. And I think that comes behind how whimsical and poetic and deep, you know, the art of whiskey is. Mm -hmm. And that's me being cheesy, but that's what I believe. I like it when you're cheesy, but You know what I mean? (laughs) Do we have a soft music to play with? Oh, we do. (laughs) Do we ever? Yeah. And then sometimes slamming back a bottle is delicious too. You know what I mean? Getting trashed and saying stupid things with your friends. Just get yourself some fireball and drink it with a straw. Calm down. Sorry. Well, however you choose to enjoy your whiskey is fine by us. We would love to hear your stories and what your first whiskeys were, so send us your story. You can email them over to podcast at cashchasers.org. We may even feature a few on the show. As always, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at cashchasers or on the web at cashchasers.org. And remember, it's not about finding that perfect dram. It's all in the chase. <laughs>